working title, I will let everybody know. You don't like Radio Dub? I, I like it, but Josh, we need to... We're here for vibes, so we need a, a title that fits the vibe. Music, we're going to have a cool, cool one like the A-League Men's mm. preview show. That was I like that, like that Lockie. Um, Josh, A-League Women's season starts very, very soon. I'm... I look at the clock and I'm like, geez, I thought we this final was just the other day. I think it's been an off-season drought uh, of epic proportions. I, I miss it. I have to say I miss it. It's such a short season. Well, it goes past so quick. It's a you short, blink and you miss it. It's a short season, but us, you know, women's football fans, we are watching the highlights every day. Mm. So it feels like I'm constantly in the season. I'm reliving it all the time. <laughs> well, we did have the Matildas come yep. back onto Australian soil. It was quite nice to see them. I love watching Steph Catley play as an Arsenal um, fan. What were your thoughts of seeing the, uh, the Matildas play? I thought uh, there were some green shoots, some positive signs. I don't think they've um, figured it out quite yet with Tony Gustafsson, um, but there was a little bit more ambition to play through the lines, and Kyra Cooney-Cross looked incredible Fantastic. at number six. So uh, I was... Impressed by what I saw. What, what did you think for, from the two matches against Brazil? Because I think the, the first match, obviously they got a win. The second match, Brazil played more of their first choice team and it was a lot tougher for the Matildas to play out. There's a little bit of uh, chaos at the back there at times, but I, I thought it was a lot more entertaining to watch, at least, than what we saw at the Olympics. I, I There was positives to me. There were more individual players that I was impressed with as opposed to saying the whole team impressed me. I was a little bit um, defensively. I, I'm always a little bit shaky on the Matildas just because I think that the middle of the park, we have not really solidified um, what we want to do in the midfield. But I, we've got two years. Well, let's say a year and a half, realistically, to find out what the full, the, what we want the system to be. So I, I'm going to be optimistic, but I'm a little bit reserved in my optimism at the moment. There's, there's still some way to go. I think there are players that need to find their their role under Gustafsson. There are players I still think who can come back in from the cold, mm-hmm. like Alex Chidiak, like Katrina Gorey from her absence due to having a kid. So, um, you know, there's there's a lot to, to think about going forward to really get that midfield composition down pat and everything to clip properly. The centre of defence, I'm still not sure if we go with that same pair. But Bakul, we do have another interview oh, guest. I... I'll tell you what, I'm excited for the upcoming interview. Well, you know. I think we just had no, a you know technical fault there, honest, just we've, as we've we had thought some, we had them. We've had some technical difficulties tonight, but it's okay. It's the first show. We are a show running on pure vibes, so sometimes the vibes do slow down, but it's okay. You brought up one of my favourite players last season, Alex Chidiak. She seems to not be in favour mm. from stuff. Not doesn't seem to be a player he wants to play. But I think she would be very useful and very helpful for this team. What are your mm. thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think she's been left out for too long. Uh, she's had a couple of overseas moves that didn't work out. Uh, she's in Japan now, not playing that much when you look at the online resources from the Wii League over in Japan, the new <laughs> women's league, women's empowerment league. They're really going hard with that branding. I like that. I like that. Um, but, you know, she's been left out of squads. She's been on the bench. She's been playing at left wing back at times for Jeff United Chiba, which is not Alex Chidiak's position. No. So I, I think it's a shame that her overseas moves haven't panned out the way she wanted. I mean, it made so many headlines with that Atletico Madrid yeah. move, uh, but then she, she didn't make the squad that often. So uh, I guess it's hard to justify selecting her if she's not playing regular football. But still, she has qualities She's that other midfielders incre- in midfielder. the Matildas squad don't necessarily have at their disposal. Exactly. Well, 
Alex Chidiak, amazing midfielder. We actually also have an amazing midfielder. Forward, I don't know what her like, full title position. We're going to ask her. We have Mackenzie Hawksby on Sydney FC star on the line. Mackenzie, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for having me on. No, it's okay. Mackenzie, I do apologise for you coming on so late on. I did say 7.30. You got pushed back, but you seem to be chill about it. What are your thoughts of our time delay on FNR? Are we, would we pass the check as professional athletes? <laughs> you guys do. No, that's no stress at all. Technical problems happen, happen all the time, so no, that's no stress. What that's would no we have racked up in fines at Sydney FC, Mackenzie, if we'd, uh, we'd been this late to train? Well, well, 15 minutes late is a bit late, so you may be racked up in a bit of fines at Sydney, but no, nah, no, nah, it's no stress at all. No stress. <laughs> <laughs> no stress. Well... Uh, last season, you guys had an amazing season. Didn't finish the way you wanted to, but still to come runners-up, to be premiers, you know, was still an amazing feat. What were your thoughts on the overall season last year? Yeah, I think last season was oh, it was an unbelievable season. We had such a young squad, and I think that we sort of we sort of proved even ourselves wrong. We knew we had such a strong squad, but without any internationals or any Matildas, yeah, well, I think we we sort of we did so well, and I'm so happy with the with with how we did, and we did win the Premiership, which was something that we've we've been eyeing off. Sydney has didn't win that for ten years, so to win to win that was amazing. Yeah, and we had such a good run. You know, we had an unbeaten run of I think it was six seven games at the start. So yeah, we just we had we had an unbelievable season. It obviously wasn't ideal not winning um, the championship, but even even so, um, we had such a good run even in the grand final. It was an exciting game, and yeah, I'm super happy with the season last season. Personally, as well, there's an outstanding campaign, Mackenzie. Have you watched the grand final back, or is it too kind of raw still to, to go there? Yeah, look, I, I have I haven't watched it back because it was a bit hard to watch mm. um, to watch it in the end. I did watch some highlights of um, of Jada Wyman because I think she's incredible. So it's save she made, but oh. I haven't got back to watching the whole game because it was a bit of a sad ending. But um, but I'm sure I'll come. I'll watch it eventually, maybe. Maybe soon, just to, not yet, but maybe, maybe another, another couple of months. Still a bit, still a bit raw. So no, nah, I haven't watched it yet, though. Well, I know you said you haven't watched it, but I've I've watched it a few times and I've seen the highlights. And I will say your performance in the grand final was amazing, um, which equals up to your whole season. Really, you had an amazing season last year. What is something that you think you need to elevate to even have an even better season than you did uh, last season? Yeah, look, last season was a breakout season for me. I um, was lucky to get a lot of starts, and I was super grateful to, to, to play a lot. I was under sort of Teresa Teresa's wing, and I was playing next to two amazing midfielders of Claire Wheeler and Teresa Plyer. So I felt really comfortable and safe um, last year, and I had you know such good experience around me. They really guided me and helped me. But obviously this season, they're both not at Sydney FC, so... This season, I'm looking to, you know, be a bit more of a leader um, in the midfield. Um, yeah, I'm looking to score, be a bit more attacking, score more goals as well and just step up my game stats-wise and hopefully, like, can put myself on radars for um, national teams in the future-wise for 2023 especially. So, yeah, I just I want to help the team as much as I can and sort of sort of be a bit more of an experienced player this year. I had... I think last season was such a good um, learning experience for me, but it did really, ha- it really has built my confidence for this season. Um, we have a lot of new players in our team, such we have such a good squad this season as well. So it's it's really good gelling with new players in the midfield and playing again with some quality players. Like we've re- retained a lot of our players, so yeah, I'm I'm looking to to just become 
better and better each season. I do want to get a, a couple couple goals under my belt and, yeah, just improve overall. Well, Mackenzie, I have no doubt that's going to happen. But I've got to ask the serious question. What type of leader are you? Are you the leader who goes by example? Are you, you know, you speak a lot? Like, what's your, like, leadership style? Yeah, look, I, I wouldn't say I, I, I speak a lot. I'm trying to speak a lot now this season, um, especially. I try to lead by example. Um, I really do try to work hard. Um, I put a lot of emphasis on working hard at training and, like, training how you play in the game. So that's something that I do. I think for more of a role model than anything, I am... I would say I'm quite a loud person, but I, I, I don't necessarily talk a lot, but I am adding that to my game because it is something that, especially in the midfield, um, you need to talk. So that's something that I'm adding to my game. But, yeah, definitely I would say more leading by training. I try to try to just, you know, speak a bit more, but also, like, lead the younger girls because I am, I am 21 now, so there is a few younger girls in the team. So I try to lead as do the older girls in the team. So, yeah, more... More leading of example, I would say. Well, you do have to grow up quickly in in the W League, don't you? Or the A League Women's, yeah. we're calling it now, because uh, some of those players make their debuts so young. I mean, in the A League, you know, twenty one year in the in the men's, the twenty one year olds have barely broken into the first team yet, and here you are, a, a veteran, trying to bring up the youngsters. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. We have some, it's a very young age in the W now. We have so many young girls in our team at Sydney and they're, honestly, they're such good players. So it, it is really exciting, though, to have to have all these younger girls. Um, I didn't break in until I was a little bit older, until I was about 19, and that is still fairly young. But now the, the age is a lot younger. So, yeah, I, feel, I do feel a bit older. I'm not the oldest, but um, I'm sort of in the middle age, I would say. Um, so, yeah, it, it's good to have a lot of young girls around. We have a really balanced squad of um, like young girls and old girls so it's, it's good well you're saying you're the middle age and you're 21 see I'm 21 and like I always feel like I'm the youngest in every crowd what is yeah. what do you do as a group with having like a range of ages what do you do as like a bonding experience before the start of the season or during the season yeah look we have we have had a couple sessions um, on the beach at Maroubra Beach, so we do go out for breakfast after in pre-season. So that's something that we've done. Uh, we've maintained last season and this season. We do like to. We honestly get along really, really well. Like we've had a real core group around the group for a couple of years now. I've played with a lot of them for so many years. So when you come into the Sydney environment, it is it is like a family. Like you, we do have a lot of you know going out for breakfasts, going out for coffees. Um, and yeah, so it is. We have, it's very, we're very tight as a group. So if you do come in, like it doesn't matter if you're, you know, 30 or you're 15. Like you're always, you'll fit in easily because we, we do um, hang out with so many people. So it is good to have. Um, it, we're lucky at Sydney to have such a, a good experience with all the older girls and younger girls getting along. So it is really good. Well, Mackenzie, I was looking back at your into your last interview on FNR, and it was our breakfast show. I don't know if you remember it, but you brought up the fact that your group chat, you have a group chat that's a bit active, and you had a Claire Wheeler joke uh, about a wheelbarrow. I want to know, is the group chat still active, and are there any funny uh, memes that you can share with us? Yeah, the group chat is, is, is getting more active now that the season's back on. The Claire Wheeler one was very, very, very funny, um, but we do... I would say that we we like to bag out Nat Tobin. I like to bag Nat Tobin out, even though she's the captain. Um, she's one of my really close mates. So, yeah, we have a lot of 
jokes with her now she's a captain and stuff like that we call her Tobin Twist sometimes because she likes to do this twist on the ball but you know she's playing centre back now so <laughs> we sort of we, we like to bag her out a lot so there, there isn't heaps at the moment but as the season goes on and there's more stuff that happens I'm sure there'll be a lot but yeah that, Nat Tobin there's a lot of jokes and banter with Nat Tobin she's, she's hilarious well, we'll have you back on and, like, hopefully you can tell us another funny meme so it can be on the yes. list of Sydney FC uh, women's uh, memes that we have at FNR. Yes. Uh, Mackenzie, yes. Uh, yes. do you have a signature move? Because the Tobin twist sounds like uh, a dance move you pull out on a Saturday night. I know um, in my uh, sort of futsal local league group chat, I was always memed for only having one trick to get past people, which is a little drag back. Do you yes. have a signature move on the pitch? Yeah, or I... I do. It was last. It was actually two seasons ago when I came to Sydney. Um, people call me. They call me the poacher. But that I don't know why. But in when we used to play five v fives at the end of training, I used to always somehow just tap in goals and like score <laughs> so many goals. So now everyone calls me poacher. Whenever I score a goal at training, it's oh the poacher's at it again. So I would say that I. Yeah, I would say that. You know, I do get a bit of banter with all the girls. So, yeah, I would say everyone calls me the poacher, which isn't really great to have a name, but um, but it is quite funny because I literally, like, it was just one session. I just started tapping in all these goals. I think I was offside for half of them anyway, so <laughs> it was so funny, though. Hey, funny. they all so, count. Yeah. Take them. They doesn't matter count. how far they out they are. That's exactly right. I'll take them in 5v5. So, yeah, I do get called a bit of a poacher, but... It, uh, yeah, I, I don't like it, but it's, it's funny. See, I don't, it's I don't, funny. see, the poacher one sounds great, but I was looking at some of your highlights and some of the goals yeah. you score from outside the box, they were a bit, you know, a bit spicy. And I was like, geez, maybe <laughs> she is taking free kicks next season. Like, what's the go? What What are we looking at? Like, long range or do we want up close? What kind of goals are you, are you do you like? Oh, oh, I do like the long range, I think. I think mm. because I love a good long range goal, especially from midfield. Um, yeah, I do. I love a free kick. I don't take free kicks usually, but um, I have been practicing them. So I would say a long range goals is is probably my favorite. All, all my favorite goals I've scored have been long range. I would say definitely. So we've seen a few of your current and um, and teammates from last season as well break through into the Matildas uh, setup just recently. I mean, it must be uh, a source of pride to see uh, the likes of Jada Wyman and Remy Seamson and, uh, of course, Claire Wheeler uh, make their debuts and get caught up into squad. Yeah, no, it's it's so good to see. Um, all them girls deserve it so much. They work so hard. So it, it's good to see that people in your team and people around you are, are getting into some squads and, you know, there is there is hope for, for people in our team because, mm. you know, Sydney, we, we did so well last season and we, we got rewarded. Um, three girls got rewarded for their seasons and it's, it's super deserving. So it's super exciting to have them girls around, um, especially... You know, Remy and Jada, who are still at Sydney, and obviously Claire, who had an outstanding season. So it, it, it's exciting. Um, I'm happy. I'm so happy for all of them. They really do deserve it. And it, it's so good they can take the experience and take it into this season at Sydney. So, yeah, it is super exciting. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm pushing for that as well. So it's good to have people around you that are reaching goals. You know, it's, it's, hopefully it's not too far away if you, if you keep um, just working hard. So, yeah, it's good to see. Well, I don't think it's too far away from you from like some of your performances from last season. I have to ask, what is it, the thing that you think you're missing to get into that squad? What is that one thing you need to add to your game specifically? Um, I just think I need to keep working on, on my decision-making. I, I don't really know. I, I am a bit more of an 
now. I, I used to be a 10, but I've sort of um, realised I am an 8. So definitely my decision-making I need to be better at, um, continue to be better at. I have improved on my defending a lot and my fitness. So that's something I think I'm, I'm pretty happy with at the moment. But, yeah, just attacking-wise, if you look at um, the players in my positions, like the Claire Wheelers, the Kyra Crosses, you know, they're super good at um, going forward and breaking lines. So, yeah, that's something I want to add to my game and yeah obviously getting goals I think is huge as well getting the stats behind your behind your name you know the passing accuracy and all that stuff like that so yeah going need to work on and just um and get and get better at and hopefully I can do it at um this season at Sydney I have a lot of good players around me I'm fortunate enough to have such an amazing um a team so yeah hopefully I can can build on build on what I did last season and you know get a bit Keep, keep getting confident and pushing to, to to get to that squad. It is it is exciting. Um, it's I'm obviously I'm working really hard and I'm I'm still trying to. At the end of the day, it's I have to perform well at Sydney and that's my that's my priority. And then if the national team does come, it does. But yeah, I'm I'm super happy where I'm at the moment. And yeah, I just got to work on things like that to to get me to the next level. And hopefully, hopefully, it will in the coming years. Let's uh, talk about the A-League women's as a whole. Is it an exciting time to be involved at the moment when there's expansion happening and plan for the season after as well? And we've got Wellington Phoenix coming in for the first time. You've got a road trip across the Tasman. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's, it's so exciting. When I... Why don't we have a Wellington team? Like, you know, New Zealand's such a strong nation, um... Um, so it's so exciting to see that we have, you know, Wellington coming in and we have all these strong teams. And, yeah, the, the A-League women's is now, it, it gets exciting every year. And this year it feels it feels super special, I think. I think because obviously the 2023 World Cup's coming coming along, so that makes it even more more exciting. And considering how the, you know, how the Matildas are doing, it's just, yeah, women's football is growing every single year. But to have more... Um, more teams in, especially Wellington. Um, it's huge. It's huge for, for women's soccer. So, yeah, it's super exciting. I'm so keen to play them and to have them in the, our competition and to see, you know, um, New Zealand girls, like how they play. Like, and So it's, it's super exciting. I'm, I'm really excited to play them. Well, I want to know, I want you to give me two players, one from Sydney FC and one outside of Sydney FC, that yep. A-League women's fans should be looking out for this season. Apart from yourself, of course. Exactly, exactly. Where you've got you to <laughs> Okay, um, so at Sydney FC, so someone to look at. Um, I would say, I think, I think Courtney Vine. Um, mm. She's, uh, yeah, I've always been a huge fan of, of Courts. I've played with her for a, for a long, long time. She's, she's outstanding. She's um, probably the quickest player I've, I've seen. She's, she's honestly unreal, um, and she's such a such a hardworking person. And yeah, she's um, she's electric on the field. So I think she proved herself last season. I think she's going to have even even better campaign this season. And um, outside Sydney, oh, it's a it's a tough one. We have a, a lot of a lot of girls coming up. I would say oh, I've put you on the spot. I do apologise. Yeah, no, no, no. That's fine. I can think I can think of one. Um, I would say person, personally, this person's established, but um, I say Michelle Heyman is um, mm. obviously always some, someone's watch. I think she's, um, she's, she's a very, very good player, so it's always exciting to see her in the, in the W League and in the A League women. So she's always, she always produces. So I think, yeah, I'd, I'd say Michelle Heyman's um, someone that 
yeah, always um, always produces. So yeah, I would say her. I mean, the renaissance, the the return of Michelle Heyman last season is absolutely unbelievable. So I don't think yeah. they quite got enough mainstream media play. Just how remarkable that was for her to just come back and just tear yeah. up the league. Like that's that's got to be incredibly difficult on your body. Yeah, no, for sure. She's um, yeah, it was an unbelievable season she had. Um, I was like amazed by it. I was like, yeah, wow, she she had such an amazing comeback, and Canberra did so well. So yeah, she was definitely one to watch last season, and I think that yeah, she'll be definitely someone to watch this season. She's just yeah, she's an outstanding striker. She's so good. Well, uh, Mackenzie, I was looking, researching, trying to be the best journalist I could be before this, you know, this interview. And I, yeah. I heard you say you're a Chelsea fan. Now, what yeah. are your thoughts on Chelsea's, the men's team? And obviously, if, yeah. if you do watch the FAWSL, what are your thoughts on the women's team yeah. at the moment? Yes, um, I'm a huge Chelsea fan. Um, I love both the men and women's. Obviously, the men are at the top of the table. Uh, they're doing really well. So I, I love the men. I'm a huge fan of Kante, so that's... Mm. That's not the reason why I follow them, but I'm a huge fan of Kante. Um, and obviously, Chelsea women, um, yeah, they're so good. I've I watched their recent game um, versus Manchester City over the weekend, and yeah, they're killing it. Um, I think we could go top of the ladder in both in both um, in both leagues. Double. I think we're I think we're we're outstanding. So no, now, Mackenzie. Yeah, Mackenzie, we yeah. need to relax with we've this. Got, we've got an Arsenal we fan in the studio here. We need to relax with so. Chelsea going top of the table on the FAWSL, oh. okay? Because the Gunners, this is our season, yeah? <laughs> we, have, we are ready. We are established. We are going for that top of the table. I did see that 6 well, I believe it was 6-0, so maybe 6-1, that um, Chelsea beat Man City on the weekend. Yeah, yes. Now, yeah. I understand Chelsea. they're great. But yeah. let's give the respect to the Gunners, okay? Let's, let's, let's <laughs> no, relax there, no. Mackenzie. No, I'm sorry. The Chelsea, um, sorry, Arsenal women, they, they are killing it. I'm not going to lie. They are doing really, really well. But um, my, my money's on Chelsea. Um, so I'm sorry. And same with the men. The men are doing well. Yeah. Arsenal men are, no. I, I like them. I'm, I actually do like Arsenal. Um, I think they have, they have a good team. They've, they've proved the haters wrong at the moment. Thank you. So that's the thing. Thank you. See, that's we've got... Thing. We've got someone in the studio, Lockie Flanagan, who is a detractor for former Arsenal fan, and he's left us, but I'm telling him to come back to the ship. The days, the Arsenal days, we're going back to, we're getting top four this season. He's come, he should come back. Oh, I definitely agree. I definitely think you're getting top four. No doubt about that. Thank you. Thank no you. doubt. No doubt. I'm a huge Arsenal fan. Yeah, I like Arsenal. Is it exciting to watch the, the buzz around the FAWSL these days and how cosmopolitan the league is, so many Australians making a name for themselves over in England? Because obviously for so many men's players growing up, the dream is to play in the Premier League. Is Does the uh, Women's Super League occupy that same space in, in players' minds these days? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Especially in the last, seeing the Matildas, a lot of the Matildas go there. Um, I was always a huge fan of the NWSL um, as well, but uh, I think the English League is um, is unbelievable. Um, I, I, I'm a huge fan, and that's something, you know, playing in Europe is something that I've always wanted to do. And I think, especially England, like England's such, it's like the home of football. And like to see like, um, like Chelsea and Arsenal women's, like they're just such huge clubs now. So yeah, that is probably... I would say that's probably, yeah, the epitome of soccer for me. I would love to end up in England. I think that's, yeah, I think they're they're an amazing league and they're just getting stronger and stronger, as you can see, over the past couple of years. So, yeah, I would definitely say that. Well, we'll have to get uh, Sammy Kerr to, to put in a, a good word for you with Emma Hayes if uh, one day yeah. you can you know, oh live the dream. God. 
Oh, my God, that would be a dream come true. I just, I'm a huge Chelsea fan. Like, I just, I'm obsessed with them. Like, I love them so much. And, oh, to play to play it um, in the women's, especially Chelsea women, they're, they're just, they've, they've come in leaps and bounds, especially with Sam Kerr there and Frank Kirby. They have such a strong team. So, yeah, that'd definitely be a dream come true. <laughs> well, Mackenzie, I... I want to thank you for joining us on the uh, the show. It's our first show, so we had technical difficulties. I have no doubt we will have you on the show later on this season. We'll chat about how well Chelsea are doing. I have no doubt we'll be chatting about how well Sydney FC are doing and how well your yeah. season's going. Thank you for joining yeah. us, and we'll chat to you another time. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. It was fun to be on. That's right.